0: Welcome everybody to the All Heart Podcast. My name is
1: Noni Lamar. And my name is Thea Monier, and this is a podcast that is all about joy and pleasure. 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 Pleasure.
0: This is our open hearts segment. We, we, love, this t- time. we love this segment. We do it every other week. We love those of you who listen. We do notice that we have less listeners on our open hearts. What are we gonna do about that? We going not We should drop
1: some gems up in here. We should drop drop giveaways. Yes. Oh, and if you listen to the open heart, it's the only way to be in on it. What y'all think? We will motivate. I mean, it's not that much less. (laughs) (laughs) We will motivate, you know. Yes. But sometimes, listen, because like even... You don't know when you're going to need this information too in your life. You never know. Or when the homie will need it. Right. And you'll be already ready. Stay ready.
0: Yes. So our Open Heart segment is a segment where we answer questions Mm -hmm. from our all heart community. Yes. And we love these questions. I've been... I have a request can y'all send in some dating questions? Because, you know, I love talking about dating, okay? I haven't dated in so long that I just love talking about dating. What you dealing with in these dating streets. You know, I may not know about the apps, okay? But I know about dating, okay? Yeah. So, how at We can get the us. dynamics part. Yeah. Send us dating questions. That will be amazing. We would love to hear it. So, Today's question, oh, if you want to send us a question, allheartpodcast at gmail.com or send us by DM. Most of these come from DM. Hi, ladies. Much love from a Latina in Florida. What up, Florida? Latina? Mm -hmm. Floridian. I appreciate y'all so much sharing knowledge, tips, and compassion. We appreciate you too. Thank you. What advice can you give to someone in their mid-20s? Struggling with career and financial anxiety. I started and work in the mental health field, but feel like social services and mental health are just not compensated enough. Tag me in, coach. Tag me in. (laughs) I know throughout life finances will fluctuate, but what are some suggestions or practices to ease this anxiety about financial and career stability? I have an opinion. Go ahead first, though, because you're in a mental health you field. You damn oh. right.
1: <laughs> you damn right. Boo. I see you, sis. <laughs> Those of us in the mental health field, particularly people of color in the mental health field, marginalized groups, um, we we go in there. I mean, I'm I'm going to say most people go in there for good intentions. But really, we go in there like, Trying to do the right thing, right? We go in there because we see things in our community that we want to help. We see things in our family and we want to help. We want to go to a deeper level, and and we do get all of that. Here's a couple of the steps they don't tell us about. Right? Is that the programs that run in our community are poorly funded because at the end of the day, we live in a system and a society that does not value the mentally ill, does not value the poor, does not value people of color, does not value people from marginalized backgrounds. And we work with those people because it means something to us, right? And so the lack of funding is definitely related. You know, anything you, you want to know what this country values at any level, you just look at where they put their money. And state to state, university to university, I don't care how liberal places seem, They don't invest their money there, right? So that's just, that is the truth Mm -hmm. about the field. Like, it's not a field that generates a ton of money. Um, Like education, for instance, for all of our teachers listening as well. Exactly. And so, where I find the strength um, and I find the financial freedom from that anxiety is. I am licensed. I went the distance to get myself licensed so I would have freedom to create this modality, this style, this language, this voice for mental health beyond just working, you know, day to day, person to person. And I use that voice to amplify myself to get speaking engagements and bring in additional money. Um, That doesn't, that's not a burden on my clients. That cost is not. Go to them It goes to the organizations Or the different entities That are bringing me out It goes to You know If there's sponsorship opportunities If there's It goes to a lot of things But I, I first had to Figure out My unique voice Within this field If I just do it The way they've designed it you know, we are just patching band-aids. What are you observing as the problem and how can you speak to that? How can you challenge the field and then how can you leverage speaking about that? Um, How can you get on some of these webinars? These are all ways of, you know, taking the knowledge base that you have and actually amplifying your voice, the voice of the clients, the voice of the underserved. What are you observing? Are these practices in mental health um, helping with that? So some of the people I know, we're, we're, we're starting to figure out how to monetize this in a way that doesn't harm our students, our clients, but also allows us more financial freedom to expand our messages, which is ultimately the goal. Um, you can follow the Joy and Justice Collab on Instagram and you'll meet a lot of our fellow mental health decolonizers. And I'm not saying we do this. I'm not saying this alone we're we're not doing this for financial reasons, but we understand that finances are a way of demonstrating investment in these marginalized spaces, and so we're bringing messages from these spaces, and we are expecting to bring in um, additional financial resources so that we can do things like the Joy and Justice Collab, so that we can do things like have a decolonizing mental health conference. We want to be able to fund and do these things too. Um, you know, we're doing a whole episode on money. We're doing a whole money series because. I don't know. In this time, in this open heart, we can talk about financial anxiety. But Noni brings up some amazing tips that I'll let her share. But really, when we find financial anxiety, we really have to ask ourselves: How have we defined money? How's, how have we? How? What is our relationship with money? What are our triggers around money? And know that all of that was learned and can be unlearned and redefined by you to serve you. And your purpose.
0: So I think Thea touches on great things. One is, though she won't define herself as this, the solution she just gave you is to be more entrepreneurial, to have an entrepreneurial um, spirit about whatever it is that you're doing. Right. Yeah. So one way that you know we can really. our financial anxieties can change when we feel empowered when we have more knowledge go, yeah. and information yep right so she's saying use what you have and be entrepreneurial about it. What skill do you have? I'm going to take it outside of mental health let's say you're an educator, which is another undervalued <sighs> undervalued underfunded, underfunded underpaid position. What are ways that you can make yourself an expert and really leverage that in an entrepreneurial way? What are ways that you can create product that can also be sold? Because like we make money by product or by service. So you can create service, which is what Thea is talking about. She's mm-hmm. creating a service as an entrepreneurial person, a, a thinker, a speaker. But you can also create products. Mm-hmm. What are products, things that you can create? Books. Ebooks, um, uh, books webinars. Rev- webinars, there are people, if you're a teacher, I see, I personally buy a lot of teachers materials yeah. because I'm a homeschool teacher. So mm-hmm. let's say that you were a mental health person and you went on Teachers Pay Teachers and you had a um packet that you created around for young people about dealing with like basic psychology issues. I don't know. I'm, right. I'm not in the field, so I'm just giving you one of my just off the fly ideas, yes, right? Yes, yes. But basically there's so many storefronts, there's so many places where you can go with your expertise and and do that. Another option because you're in your mid 20s is to take 5% of your income and invest that find out about investments first go invest in a book about investments right mm-hmm. like and think about how do you want to invest do you want to invest in a stock market do you want to invest in creating a susu a a circle of mm-hmm. of all your your home girls putting in money and then you each get some of that money. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about a pyramid scheme at all. No, no. We've not seen one this. of those kind of sister circle things. I've seen this in workplaces, too. They do this. Yes, yeah, So there's so many ways for you to take five. I promise you, you won't miss 10% of your income. You waste it. Like, yeah, you everyone do. does. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so taking 10 percent of your income and not just putting it in a savings account or even a high yielding savings account, but investing that into something else. When I was in my mid 20s, I had a boyfriend that took some money and started investing in the stock market for me, which was really incredible. And when I needed that money I got it back or I had some money that I've had taken out of an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. There's so many different ways that you can in your mid 20s start saving now. And investing now that in 10 years you will have much more than you have now yeah very very simply where you're taking 100 200 dollars a month there's like apps like acorn which are really simple on your phone that I've been wanting to use and get into ways to simply take just the leftover change mm-hmm. that's coming mm-hmm. from your account and investing into the stock market for you there's Um, there's, um, cryptocurrency, there's, there's so many ways. I know people who have gotten wealthy (laughs) just using cryptocurrency and having fun in that way, using a hundred dollars a month, you know, and being able to invest, like buy cryptocurrency and then cash out on cryptocurrency within like six months and they come out with $10,000. It's really about like, what sounds fun to you?
1: Yeah. It's really experimentation. Uh, redefining creativity is what we're, we're both telling you to tap into because it's not going to come into the field. It's not going to come through the field because of how the field is set up. Right. So what we're saying is like, um, think about why you wanted to go into that field. That's where the passion and the creativity is. And what can you create from that space that you can monetize for yourself? It doesn't have to go through anyone else, through any other channels. And then as you're monetizing that, Take what Noni's saying, take a $100 a month, invest in cryptocurrency and yeah. cash out at yeah. some point. I
0: mean, and there's too, like you may just like to make body butters, baby, and like right. sell them to the homies or like whatever. There's so many different things that you yeah. can do, but whatever you choose to do to make extra money, because that's what you're saying, you It need, has to bring you joy. Make
1: sure it brings you it joy. It has to bring you joy. I'm telling you, I know so many people who, when they go into it and Any work, to be honest, any work that requires a nine to five or regular hours in in that way. And that work does not make them joyful. Not that they're not good at it. You're probably good at it. You're passionate about it. But the system within which you have to do it is not joy centered. You need this external thing. You know, for me, I have all heart. Mm -hmm. I have them black mamas. I I do my own fucking thing. Right. Like, I got the degree to do my own thing. Right. Ain't no point in me sitting up under somebody, them telling me what to do. Right. So, use that freedom Mm -hmm. and create what you want, and the money will come from that. But the first thing you got to tap into is that anxiety, and that's coming from a lack of joy.
0: Yes, and a lack of knowledge. So, go out and figure out what else you can do to make money that'll make you happy. And stay strong, sis. Much love. Thank you for your service. Bye!